Hey everyone, welcome to episode 9 of... 9? Is it 9 already? I don't know. I don't keep count. Uh, me neither. Yes, it is 9. Okay, welcome to episode 9 of the What the Food Podcast. It was by uh, Eat Noodles and Trista Killing 4. And uh, yep. today we're going to be looking at stuff. Because we've never looked at stuff before. It's very new. Really? Yes. So we ended with an autistic child yesterday, and we're going to start with another autistic child today. Kind of weird, but it is what it is. But this is a very strange story here. So a mother in uh, Salt STE, don't know what that is, Marie, Ontario, uh, a mom thought uh, it's... <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm just going to read the fucking title. Uh, mom thought her autistic child was at, at school in Salt St. What the fuck, Marie, Ontario. But she was home with her dead father. What? Ooh. Yeah. So here it is. So uh, a mother in whatever this Salt place, Salt Marie, uh, says she has nightmares every day since the night her eight-year-old daughter, autistic daughter, it's very important to include that, uh, was left at home all day with her dead father now what does this mean did he die there what happened yeah uh uh okay so here's a statement from the mother she's nonverbal, autistic she's got some words and she sings songs and stuff but she can't talk to you all right um She's always taken the, a cab to school. Interesting. Why not like a bus, right? Uh, but she was with her father, and the, the taxi cab was supposed to show up. Right? Yeah. Um, Went. Yes. So, it said that uh, the cab driver said uh, the, the daughter, her, I think her name is Tilly, uh, stood at the window and waved at the taxi driver, and the taxi driver said she she knew something was wrong. It didn't seem right, but the taxi drivers have strict protocols when they drive children to school. They are not allowed to get out of the taxi. Sherry said, "Okay, they are not allowed to assist assist with buckling kids in. If you have any problems, they are not allowed to touch the children. Can't touch the children, unless you know the child is drowning. Maybe that's that seems fair, oh, right? Really, dude, really." No, you can't touch Ow. the child, even if they're about to die. Uh, Albozo. This is, but Sherry said she didn't know about what happened until the end of the day when she called Tilly's father to ask if he uh, picked up her daughter's prescriptions. And Tilly answered the phone. She never answers his phone, Sherry said. I was like, give daddy the phone, baby. Give daddy the phone. And she just kept saying, daddy. Obviously very descriptive uh the mother couldn't tell what what she meant by daddy but obviously i can because um i'm actually like an omnipotent being and i know everything so and i'm just pretty cool like that shut your mouth <laughs> uh and then sherry called the police she said uh police discovered jeff her husband dead in his home i think her husband her father i don't know uh it says the coroner says that Jeff likely collapsed and died of a heart attack. Um, 
Uh, it looked like Tilly had either tried to help or clean him, Sherry said. When I was getting her shoes on, when I picked her up, she had blood on her legs, blood splatter, and she had blood on her clothes. She killed him, dude. It's, she literally killed him, dude. Um, Sherry said she now has access. To, that's horrible, dude. Uh, and the daughter probably doesn't even know that her uh, her father is now dead. She probably thinks she thought he was sleeping or something. That's and that's gonna suck because she's like she's not gonna know what happened to him, and she's she's obviously gonna be worried, right? She's not. It's not like she's retarded. She's nonverbal, right? Autistic. Right. See, oh. she knew she knew something was wrong with her dad, but she's not able to verbally express this, and and that's that. Not only that, this is very very painful. Uh, it's a horrible thing to happen to, especially a little girl, especially a family. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's that. We have a lot of news stories to cover today, unlike yesterday. Uh. NC man, so this is North Carolina man, faked his own death to flee rape charge. Very similar to the guy we covered yesterday, but not the same. Uh, right, so he faked his own one. death to flee rape charge, but forgot about his ankle monitor. Wow. Um, Criminals aren't very smart. No. So, uh... Oh, no, this is the same guy. Oh. But this is, in fact, a different story. Ah. Uh. This is a different, newer story. It possibly has more information, but it's it's basically the same story, and we're not really going to fucking cover that. What I did want to cover, though, was tourist, tourist plummets 300 feet to their death after crossing a ladder on Instagram popular mountain. So, tragedy struck in Austria when a 42-year-old British man fell to his death in the country's Dockstein Mountains. Uh, news. All right, that's their little thing. K-N-E-W-Z. That's their little funny, little quirky name. Is reporting that the man slipped off a ladder bridge running in, after running into difficulties and fell 300 feet. That's a lot, I assume. Yeah, I was about to do something stupid, but now I'm not going to do that. Um. So yeah, you just fell. I mean, there's not really much to cover about this. I can I can read the article, but it's not interesting. It's just a, it's a very popular location. And it's just an unfortunate happening. These these kinds of things are very Events. dangerous. These kinds of things are very, very dangerous. And uh, mm. that's about it. He fell. He, so he lost his balance on the ladder. This is a very long ladder. It's a 130-foot ladder that leads up to another part of the mountain. Right? And so he lost his balance, 
and he fell 300 feet into the ground. Now, now we're going to do some calculations on that. That's 91.44 meters. So just to scale, to scale, we're going to compare it to, it's about the, he fell about the height of the Eiffel Tower. Wow, that's a, whoa. And uh, of course, it's enough to end someone's life, and that's terrible. Fuck. Donald Trump is dead. What? J just kidding. Oh my his God, son's account thinking. was hacked, and his and 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 the hacker tweeted, "Donald Trump is dead." I thought it was actually dead. I was about to be like that's crazy. <laughs> No. So, uh, former President Donald Trump's eldest son announced the, his father's death in what was later revealed to be a hacked post. All right. So the post said, I'm sad to announce my father, Donald Trump, has passed away. I will be running for president in 2024. Uh, it's obviously not true. Uh, his fake post was taken down about half an hour later. Uh, but it was already viewed. More than 600,000 times. It was reshared over a thousand times within minutes. And he's also got some, he's also tweeted some other things. Uh, Richard Hart is innocent. When I become president, I'm going to burn the SEC. Uh, my Who's dad. Richard Hart. Uh, let's, Richard Hart. Okay, here we go. Uh, YouTuber. Looks like he's a. crypto youtuber who did a a crime yeah and he was charged by the sec because uh you know uh and then another one says my dad owns you at elon musk bum and then some interesting messages with jeffrey epstein uh but that's not it i actually saw some other ones somewhere here they are and there's also some very, very um, interesting <laughs> tweets. Also, okay, so he's, he's saying, F Joe Biden, stupid ass N-word. Whoa. And that's, that's a pinned tweet. So obviously this hacker is he's clearly a comedian. He's fucking edgy, probably a little kid or something. Um, possibly also said I also effed your girl by the way at Logan Paul uh, this just in North Korea is about to get smoked and then under that he tagged Aiden Ross of all people mm -hmm. obviously it's just a hack and uh, sparked some sparked some uh, sparks you know but it is what it is, right? So uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna take a look at. The I think next... that was the wheel, Aiden Was. It was it the wheel, Aiden Was. I think it was the wheel, Aiden Was. Here it was. Now this story, fucking outrages me. I hate this story. I read over it just bef uh, uh just a little bit because I didn't want to spoil it too much. But it f it's pisses me off so much. And I'm gonna read it here. Cops tell father, his daughter, 
11 years old, could be charged for sending a picture, a very lewd uh, pornographic picture, to a man that was grooming her. Right? And here's what happened. Be charged for it? Yeah. Okay, I want you to guess okay, Guess which state this was in. Could possibly be California. Charged. It was not California. Oh, man. Uh, I don't know where that was. New and York, on, Florida. Only in this state. Only in this, this state. What state is it? Police in Ohio are investigating oh. after two oh, officers were filmed telling a concerned father that his 11-year-old daughter could be charged for creating child pornography. I mean, their yeah, concerned I mean, father... It is illegal, though. But, I mean, that shouldn't be their first concern. Exactly. This this girl is getting exploited, and they don't give a fuck! It's fucking... Ugh, pisses me off. Uh, but the concerning the concerned father in Columbus called the police after he realized his daughter was manipulated into sending graphic images to an adult online. Okay. Uh, the video of the police response, which has now been viewed over 700,000 times on TikTok, was captured by the father's doorbell camera, right? Uh, according to the post, uh, the officer showed up at midnight after being called at around 6 p.m. Uh, the night before. Uh, it was unclear which date the uh, thing happened on. I do want to see if I can find this video. I found it. Okay, so here it is. I'm going to play it on TikTok here. And uh, let me just stream this for my boy. Uh, all right. Okay, so this is this is the video. And there's a caption. It says, "My daughter was a victim, and and my daughter was a victim and a online predator." Huh? Why? Uh, she's eleven. He's a grown man. Uh, he manipulated her into sending pictures of herself. Very, very explicit pictures. And this was the police response at midnight. We called it six. Is there a better pop with cream soda? Pop? Yeah. Mm. No. Just some chatter, part. chatter between the offices. Oh, you know what? I was taught Sprite. I haven't drank Sprite since I was like a kid. Who did you say that? Sprite's good. Especially like Dollar Sprite. Oh, you know what? I lied to you. Do you ever see that like, Sprite challenge? <laughs> they drink a bottle of Sprite trash for burp. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hi. Hi. Uh, yeah, she's in bed now. Well, it still happened, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, um, the whole point, I just want you guys to come over and talk to her. I mean, I just want her to realize what this mm -hmm. was. I mean, in reality, it's not much you guys like do about it, isn't it? I mean, she could probably get charged with the child porn. Who, she can? Mm -hmm. She's 11 years old. She's creating it, right? She's 11 years old. It doesn't matter. She's still making porn. No, she's not. She's being manipulated by a grown-ass adult on the Is she taking pictures, though? You guys have a nice seat. Okay. Thank you for coming. Are you serious? Have a nice seat. That's that's a video, and that father handled it handled it really well. Very calm and collected. In that situation, I would be pissed. I would be absolutely pissed.
And yeah, so uh, the Columbus Police Division or Columbus Division of Police acknowledges a video being shared on social media involving two officers responding to a call for service. The Department of the Inspector General, which investigates complaints of misconduct and or excessive use of force by sworn personnel, has opened an inquiry into this incident. Uh, the state the statement also takes a different tone concerning the incident uh, that officers respond to. Uh, the Division of Police, here it is, the Division of Police regards all allegations of sexual misconduct with the utmost seriousness. Incidents involving minors are handled with the highest degree of concern. Okay. So just a whoopsie. There's not much else on this story, but a big whoopsie from the officers. Now, we don't know what's going to happen. This is a generally a very new... Uh, story. I'm. I'm going to take a look at when this video was posted. It was this video was posted three days three ago? Three days ago. So this is a very, very new, um, a very, very new story. It's, it's developing as always. And yeah, and that sucks. I would be pissed off. I would be really pissed. Ah. Uh, yes. What else do we have? Okay, here we go. Uh, so we got these uh, articles sent by Trey. Let's see which one is interesting. California, California. Okay, okay. Worst, California. worst state. Okay. All right, let's see. Let's do this one. Uh, I actually have this open already, so I'm not going to fucking do that. Uh, here, so what, uh, what the hell is going on in quotations? California parents... Uh, school board members slam Dems. All right, that's Democrats. Uh, targeting of parental rights. All right, so this happened after. Uh... Oh, I should read the the bullet points. There's like basically like a short. Oh really? Okay, of... okay. Let's see. Uh, parents and a school board member aren't happy with a multitude of bills proposed by Democrats in California that push gender ideology in the state. Uh, bills introduced in the state would force parents to accept their child's belief that they are a different sex than their biological sex, and that would make gender the ge fucking would make gender ideology the law of the land. In uh, quotations here, uh, who is who said this? Uh, okay, uh, so they are wreaking havoc and doing everything in their power to remove and destroy the family unit. Right? They hate the whatever. Right? Of course, I want to know what's going on with my child. Yeah, there's like and... a second article on this where they talked about the parents protesting. Ah, uh, okay. Okay, well, here we have... Uh, how new is the story? Three days ago. Perfect. Okay, so uh, these bills introduced push parents to accept their child's belief uh, that they are a, a sex that they are not. Um... So one of these bills, I'm actually going to read this bill. This is awesome. Uh, it's a pretty short bill here. So we're going to start it. So the people of the state of California do enact as follows. Okay. Uh, section one, section 3011 of the family code is amended to read. 311A, in making a determination of the best interests of the child in a proceeding described in section 3021, the court shall, among any other factors it finds relevant and consistent with section 3020, consider all of the following. 
1A, the child, uh, the health, safety, and welfare of the child. B, as used in this paragraph, the health, safety, and welfare of the child includes, among other comprehensive factors, a parent's affirmation of the child's gender identity or gender expression. Affirmation includes a range of actions and will be unique for each child, but in every case, it must promote the child's overall health and well-being. Here's the thing. This is, this, if this gets passed, would become a law. You have to do this. Yes. The state should have no say in how you raise your children. If you're beating your children, maybe then there should be a say, right? But there's, they have no, they have no right to tell you what, to, what to do with your kids. Not at all. Yeah. Okay. And I bet you the people that pass this bill do not have kids of their own or are well, obviously it's like, it's like old people doing the laws, dude. Yeah. Oh, um, all right. So a, uh, 2A, a history of abuse by one parent or another, uh, person seeking custody against any of the following, a child whom the parent or person seeking custody is related by blood or affinity or with the, whom the parent or person seeking custody has a, had a caretaking relationship, no matter how temporary, uh, so basically just if there's a history of abuse there's places where custody goes in but the number one part taken away from this is that you must support your child in whatever decision they make no matter if you know it's 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 not what your family does right and their children children aren't very smart yeah i keep bringing this argument up this is a very strong argument and it's that these kids brains they're not fully developed okay your prefrontal cortex doesn't fully develop until you're about 25 right and so if these kids that are 13 even 12 or younger right are making these decisions that'll essentially change their life forever because they're permanently or whatever deciding to be this other gender or sex they you know, they run the risk of, of doing something they, they might regret in the future. I've heard a lot of stories about that. About them regretting it. Yeah. And so I don't I don't personally look into uh detransitioning, I've heard it's called detransitioning, where where you, you transition you with these chemicals and then you go back. That is, is that a natural thing? Yeah, and it and it it, it it fucks up the human body because obviously this is not supposed to happen it's not natural and it, yeah. it creates problems there needs to be laws against putting these chemicals in 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 children yeah just it's like their lab rats these decisions need to be made i will say at the least after 18. At the least, okay? What I'd recommend is 21. Yeah. But at the least, if I was being generous, 18. 
Okay, because that's when you're 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 legally considered an adult, and so go ahead and make an adult decision, right? Yeah. I don't want to be. Oh, I'm a girl now because just on a whim I felt like it, and then permanently alter the structure of my body. This is if you use these hormone things or whatever, right? Or yeah, just decide I'm a different gender. Uh, change a lot of lifestyle ways. I don't really know what a girl does in their lifestyle or whatever because I'm not a fucking girl. But, you know, for me, this mostly applies to chemically changing a body. And I don't think that there should be laws in place that make it so I have to affirm my child's identity if they wake up one day and decide they are this. Yeah. Well, what if, like, someone's manipulating them into thinking that? Or, like, watching videos or, like, someone at school? Yeah. Well, that's that happens. And it's not something we can... It's not something we can really do anything about. Like, these things are being taught in schools to kids at a young age, and these kids are very... Obviously very influenced by anything and, and like absolutely teaching this stuff to very young kids can play a part in their future and i just don't think it should be as promoted as it as it is there's actually protests going on here in toronto that i don't know which side they're on but it's it's that they're not teaching. What I've heard is that they're not teaching enough about gender identity politics in school or about that stuff. And and I was just thinking, do, do they need to? Do they really need to? I don't think so, because that's not something I want to learn about. Yeah. And I don't think it's really necessary. about actual things that matter. Like, if you took the time to teach us generally about taxes instead of a gender ideology, maybe, you know, because the only way you're going to learn about taxes is if you actually take, take like a business class or a finance class, right? If you don't end up taking a class like that, it's not time. And that's an argument a lot of kids have, you know, why don't you teach, teach taxes, right? Taxes are boring. And tax evasion is cooler. That's why. Yeah, I love tax evasion. Uh, I can't remember which episode it was. We talked about tax evasion, like pretty much at the end. I was just like, here's how you, here's how you can evade your taxes uh, illegally and legally. And of course, I don't condone doing it illegally. I'm just saying this is these are the things that you just don't do them right, right, right. That's definitely what I was saying. Generally, my concern is that. The influence of these things being pushed onto children and then forcing the parent to agree with the child. Again, this is basically a law that forces a grown adult to agree with a possibly, uh, possibly a lapse in judgment of a child. And there's, so, there's tons of arguments about this, you know, uh, 
uh, let the child do what they want, right? They're mature enough, but are they? No. Because I've seen lots of stories about uh, kids that are very young who have completely opposite gender. And, and I look at this, I'm like, this is child abuse because they have no say in this, right? They have no say in in this because they're, they're so young. I find it extremely hard to believe that they actually decided to be this. And it hurts seeing something like a bill that forces you to accept this. You know. Get uh, shown. And there's a lot of uh, a lot of bills, but this is probably a main one. It says it, a slew of bills was... Uh, it actually says a slew. Of uh, bills. Yeah, so it says California parents and... Uh, school board members are up in arms over a slew of bills proposed by Democrats to push gender ideology in the state. Now, I could go on for hours and hours and hours about gender ideology and why these decisions are adult decisions. Shouldn't be being taught in schools. And they shouldn't be being taught In schools, that's you it. You talk about things that actually matter. Like, they say there's not enough of this identity, whatever, affirmation, right? But I've, last year, there was like a workshop about it. It was like this workshop. I'm like, I don't want to participate in this, but I had to, right? Uh, And it was about some, some whatever, right? But it was uh, just essentially on the lines of gender affirming. If you are a grown adult and you've made a mature decision to change your gender because that's the way you feel and you're a grown adult with a fully developed brain, I will support you because you made a, you made a decision. Okay? What I'm not right. going to support is kids making those decisions because their brains are not fully developed and, you know, our brains... Are still not fully developed because we're not past 25 but there isn't really a general place where it stops developing uh there's factors that can affect how long it develops like weed if you do weed when your brain is still developing it can actually slow it down uh... well what do you what do you think about this bill all right i think it's dumb now, is it surprising to me? Would it be? Is it surprising to me? That's California. Nothing is California surprising. Exactly. California is not surprising. It's a blue state. And blue states do blue things. And now I, it's just got me thinking, man. You know, what if, you know, obviously I want to raise kids. And what if these schools that are pushing these... Well, you're not American. Ideas. Yeah, but it's it's happening. Like, I mean, I, I, mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it happened in Canada because it's... Canada. I'm pretty sure it, I'm pretty sure it is. Because there's been, like, protests. Uh, I'm actually going to look at this up. Um, uh, school board protest. 
Yeah, here it is. So it's called the One Million March for Children protest, and it's a big, big rally, right? Hundreds of it's protesters. In no, this, this is, is in um, Canada. This is in Canada. Uh, it was staged in multiple Canadian cities, and they're advocating for the elimination of the sexual orientation and gender identity curriculum, pronouns, gender ideology, and mixed bathroom schools. Okay, hold on. Are these rallies against or with? Oh, that sign looks like they're with. Okay, yeah. So we're looking at this sign. Kids have rights, and it's like it's like the trans colors and like the gay colors, uh, and it says kids have rights to privacy, information, safety, inclusion. Um, and this sign it says "Hands off our kids," which I agree with. But then there's also these flags and people wearing these flags. And then there's you are loved, leave our kids alone. So I I think it's literally just a bunch of people with different views protesting. Right? And I think that's very counterintuitive because they basically just cancel each other out. If two of the opposing parties are there, they're canceling each other out. <sighs> so here's my honest reaction. If you want to teach your child about gender identity, that's your job. It's not school's job. School's job is to prepare your child for the future, not preparing your child to become a fucking girl or a boy or whatever they want it to be. A drag queen. Or a drag queen or a wolf fucking, <laughs> you know. Think about it, right? Think, I'm think, I'm just like... There's other places that they can learn about this gender identity stuff. School is not the place. And now... You should wait till you're 18 where, when you're more understanding. Yeah, so part of... The situation. Part of the argument is that... Uh, school... Uh, kids need safe spaces. Kids that feel this way need safe spaces. Mm -hmm. You don't need to constantly teach and push ideologies to create a safe space. A I don't safe know if it's just me, but I consider my house to be a safe space. I I do. I also do. You know, but dude, what if you say something like really racist on Twitter, dude, and BLM comes out to you? Then your house would not be safe space, dude. You know what I'm saying? Um. Uh, I'm not gonna say anything racist. Well, it's not racist. There's there's plenty of African Americans that completely disagree with BLM because the because if you look up yeah, but you but you said if I said something completely racist, if you said something completely racist, right? But you wouldn't, right? Because you're a good guy. Yeah. So here's what the bill says. It needs to promote the health, safety, and welfare of the child. For me, welfare 
of the child does not mean completely changing the gender because this can this can create problems of course lgbtq suicide rates are higher than higher than non-lgbtq people for this exact reason uh that they're being either neglected or they you know they're not being allowed to be who they want to be but you have to understand that you sh should not kill yourself if your parents don't let you do something. Yeah. Because you know what you know what that's called? An overreaction. Yeah. So you could say this whole thing is an overreaction, but it it is a lot more complicated than that, and uh, it would be kind of what's the word? I don't know what the word, but it, it would be very uh, wrong to just say it is over, over whatever, right? Because a lot of things are overreacting. Yeah. All right. So there's, okay. So there's, there's rallies against teaching it in schools and there's rallies for teaching it in schools. So I don't really know much about this. Uh, and uh, what are they going to do, right? But what is the school board going to do? Because it's not like they're going to... Because they're going to have to listen to someone. Yeah, that's right. And if they not... choose one side, there's still going to be protests. Yeah, and it's not like they're going to make it less... whatever, safe or inclusive, right? Yeah. And I'm scared, man. Because... Of course, in my school, I see, I see, I see pride flags. I see, you know, safe, inclusive space signs. You know, I see these mixed gender bathrooms. Right? It's not. I've not seen a single mixed gender bathroom. I think, I think it's just an all gender bathroom. That's that's just what it says, all gender. The only bathroom I've seen is a disabled bathroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you use it? No. I'm fucking joking, dude. Um. Ah, uh, dude. Dude, we don't even have disabled bathrooms. I don't know if my high school has it. It was like the elementary school that had it. Oh, okay. It's like next to the office. I think it was uh, also. I think it was also a teacher bathroom. Oh, okay. That's interesting. That's interesting. But here's what I think. Here's what I think. Okay, this is this is obviously very controversial. But here is my opinion. If, there, if you're going to make a decision that's going to change the rest of your life, wait until you are older to make this decision. Yes. This is an adult decision. And you're more mature. And you're more mature. Exactly. Situation. Your parent should have the final say in what you do. Because guess what? They raised you. Not an adult yet. They raised you and they know what's best for you. You may think and you know you what's 18, best for yourself. You can... And yeah. when you're 18, you can make that decision. Exactly. Right, you know? When you're 18, when you're a legal adult and, and you're no longer uh, legally under under the care of your parents, you can go ahead. Yes. That's just what I think. I think it's uh, important that we say that. And uh, don't don't push. Don't push fucking ideologies on your kids, okay? And now we're gonna look at this this uh this funny little article that Trey sent us, the uneasy truth about traveling while 
fat. Okay. This is an article about fat I, people whining. I skimmed through it before. I, I read like the beginning and that I, I said to you because it's just hilarious okay. how they're complaining about things that so I skimmed, don't affect normal people. Yeah, so I I skimmed through it and it's it's funny. It's very funny. So here's I I don't want to read this, but it's going to be hard cuz it's going to be hard <laughs> not to laugh. So it says, in 2019, on a trip to the Bahamas with my mom and my sister, my flight turned into an uncomfortable ordeal. My seatbelt wasn't long enough to fasten, um, and, a fellow oh, no. and a fellow passenger's visceral reaction added to my discomfort. Visceral reaction. So someone threw up on the plane, and... What? That has nothing to do with you being fucking fat. They're probably, they're probably just sick. It's a plane. Yeah. Air sickness or whatever it's called. Right? That's that's why there's, you know, I've I've sat at, like, the back of the plane where the washroom is. I've heard people throw up in the fucking toilet, right? Yes. Does it bother me? No. In fact, I sympathize with them. It's obviously, you know... I mean, it might be, like, a little annoying to hear, but, like, you're not getting enraged. It's a little discomforting, but at, at the end of the day, I do, I do feel bad because, you know... They're going and through you're not something. blaming it on others. Oh, yeah. I'm throwing that because of this dude eating noodles. He looks weird. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, yeah, so, and it says, um, I repeatedly asked a flight attendant for a seatbelt extender and was ignored until takeoff, leaving me feeling disregarded and disrespected. Okay. Um, She's disrespecting her body. Yeah, well... I can't imagine what she eats, right? Uh, and this wasn't the first time I've dealt with this particular blah, blah, blah. Went to Paris 2014, uh, found the city cramped and unwelcoming. Narrow staircases, tiny chairs, and compact showers were just the beginning. Oh my gosh, shut the fuck up. That's that's the part that made me laugh, because like... Please shut the, up. The seatbelt deal isn't that big of a deal. I mean, yeah. I don't really care if you complain about it, but then you're complaining about an area not suiting you. Compared to the seatbelt, this is absurd, okay? I mean, I get it. The seatbelt, you know, you're on a flight. You really can't move around. Um, and and for, France for... doesn't have a high... I don't think it has a high uh, fat people rate. Yeah, exactly, right? Or at least... You're really a foreigner. I like, really have never seen a French fat person. I, and to be honest... Like, you don't see can't... Africans complaining because signs aren't in their language. Yeah, and they're also not stupid like you so what? not you like fat people that are wow. uh complaining about you know their their choices and so yes yeah, yeah, so, so you found the city cramped okay not the city's fault and unwelcoming i get that it's it's paris and french people can definitely be unwelcoming but again Nothing to do with you being fat, just French people. Narrow staircases, <laughs> just French architecture. Um, and tiny chairs. Listen, I don't know what kind of chairs you're sitting in. Or you're so big, the chairs seem tiny. And compact showers. And, and apparently it's just the beginning. This is so terrible. Uh, throughout my time here, I endured, endured constant staring. Okay, this oh my is goodness, just... I couldn't imagine it. 
it's generally a culture shock seeing someone like this. Obviously, you know, different cultures and different parts of the world, and you're gonna get that right. Like, like, uh, like uh, African American people or black people in Asia, right? You know, they they don't see black people a lot in Asia, right? So obviously, they're gonna stare and and you know, because yeah. a lot of them most likely have never seen a black person in their life. There's a very good chance of it. Uh, probably in the future, it's gonna change. Most uh, likely. Most likely, because, you know, more people are moving more over the world. Um, Yeah, so throughout their time there, they endure, endured constant staring, rude comments, and fetishistic uh, remarks about my body. That's just French people. I don't people. know about that part. That's just French people. The fetish part. Uh, but these types of roadblocks aren't limited to Paris or my flight to Nassau. Society has Dude, an anti I thought anti you said roadblocks. Where? I thought you said roadblocks. Oh, roadblocks. Yeah, no. In life, there's roadblocks. Yeah, no. society, society is an anti-fat bias. And you can encounter it everywhere. And anywhere. It's not healthy. Uh, 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 uh. Shut up. All right, here's, here's, here's what it is. Listen, they're all complaining. Uh, and, and I am reading the article. Right. Did you say? Did you say America is? Uh, no, she said anywhere, dude. Um, okay, because I was about to say everywhere is like that. Here's what she said: Living in a world fueled by fat phobia. This world is not fueled by fat phobia. Okay, fueled by. Let me fat see you phobia. bend over and touch your toes. Fueled. Fueled is very strong. Fueled means it runs on this, right? It runs because a car runs on fuel. Something that runs on fuel runs on fuel, right? Yes. If the world is fueled by fat phobia, then the world wouldn't exist without it. Yeah. Kind of weird, right? Uh, very poor choice of words. Fat phobia creates unnecessary barriers, right? But also, fat people are literally barriers. Yeah, <laughs> gotta walk around them. Um, from limited clothing options to discrimination B in medical care, employment, and relationships. Listen. If you're fucking quadruple XL, clothes are going to be harder to come by. You want to know why? People like you are harder to come by because people, uh, you know, generally have a sense of not letting themselves go, as you would say. Yes. Uh, and that is what you've done. I don't care what you say. Oh, bad genetics, right? Slow metabolism. Exercise. I don't like food all like that. Okay, just exercise. Um... Discrimination in medical care, employment, and relationships. Who cares, dude? Who the fuck cares? Oh, right. Don't be eating people. no cheeseburgers all day. Uh, according to the NIH, what the fuck is the NIH? Huh? The National Idiot. Oh, the uh, National Institute of Diabetes. Okay. <laughs> Where's the H? It's it says National Institute of Diabetes and Digestive and Diabetes and Digestive and Kidney Diseases. Where's the H? Um. Oh, it's the, uh, maybe it's human services. Oh, yeah. Department of Health and Human Services. I don't, I don't fucking know. Fucking uh, fat people, right? Uh, more than two in five adults live in a large body. I'm sorry. What? Live in a large body. Living. You are R, it. How about R fat? Yeah. And yet, despite this fact, we continue to face daily challenges, including in travel work. 
inequities uh, like the ones outlined below so often deny us access to the same life-changing experiences available to others. Here's a life-changing experience. Lose weight. Yeah. You want to experience this if you've actually lose the weight. Anyway, it starts with planning. Travel prep can be exhausting for anyone, but if you're in a large body, it's even more taxing. We tend to lay out our packing lists extra carefully because once you're out there, lack of sizes and availability can make it very difficult to replace anything you've forgotten. Uh, Megan Ixim, a, show, a social strategist and entrepreneur, emphasized yeah. the importance of considering these uh, limitations when getting ready for a trip. I, th I have to think about packing every item I could possibly need because the chances of not being able to find something as simple as a swimsuit, raincoat, or boots in my size are high, she says. And, like, it's not even hard to lose weight. I've heard, I've heard and seen many people that were super fat and they lost weight. Exactly, right? But that dude was on TLC. I thought, since I get found live. Yes, that guy. Um, what's his name? I'm drawing a blank on his name. Yeah, we're, we're Casey. Again. His name is Casey. Yeah, he lost a ton of weight and he looks great now. He looks great. Yeah, so it's it's possible. I hate lazy fat people, right? But you know what I do love is fat people trying to change themselves for the better. Okay, that I love mm -hmm. to see. Fat people in the gym—that's something I would love to see, right? Yeah. Because it means they even hype them up. Exactly. Hype them up because they're doing for something for themselves. And that's something you should definitely be proud of because that's a great thing to do. Right. But anyway, these people are have gone to an article and started complaining instead of going to the gym and started working out. Or maybe to a doctor. Yeah. If you have something that's making you gain weight this fast, if it's not medical. Really. We shouldn't be responsible Stuff. for your life. Stop choices. stuffing your mouth. Stop. Exactly. Stop fucking eating. Just stop. Fuck, dude. Fat people, man. You know what? All fat people aren't fat. There's there's good fat people, of course. And we don't want to dog on all fat people. There's we're, We are dogging on the fat people that complain about being fat. The ones that complain about being fat and do nothing about it. Okay, that's yes. those are the fat people I don't like. Obviously, there's good fat people, right? Fat people that complain about being fat and don't do anything about it are are the bane, right? The bane of the fat people are the problem. Yeah. Uh, so this is pre-travel prep. So it's just a bunch of uh, they're like, oh, they're very anxious because they're they're fat or something, right? And they're trying to. Uh, Wondering where the, the, the local McDonald's is at. Yeah. And so I love this, dude. I fucking love this. Listen. The issue can come into play as early as booking. As many airlines require large travelers to purchase an extra seat. If you are so fat, you take up two seats on an airplane. Yes. You need to buy maybe that you shouldn't extra be traveling. seat. Maybe, yeah, maybe you shouldn't be traveling. Take a fucking ship right um but there is a lot of uh it's yeah it's just complaining about traveling when fat come on man 
How about lose some fucking weight? Are there any comments? Can you post comments on this? They they all be deleted. Yeah, whatever. Fucked anyway. Listen, you're fat. And you don't like being fat. Go to the gym. Do something about it. Okay, if you can afford all that food, you can afford a gym membership. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, so we we got some more news. All right, here's the news. Here we go. This is fun. Harvard student paper. Oh, Harvard student newspaper claims word limits are racist. Oh no! Oh no! 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 Um. Holy shit! Okay, there's there's more. There's there's more on this. this uh, black kid. The same kid. Same kid. Just. Uh, Daryl George suspended for his haircut and his his jeans, I guess. Um, and so they're defending this decision. We did look at the dress code and how it's, you know, whatever, right? Yeah. But here is what they did. They're planning to sue. It says they're planning to sue. They haven't sued yet, but they're planning to sue. Which they should. Which they should, absolutely, for this, for discrimination. I think it's just discrimination if your haircuts are, are very big parts of, of race, right? And your culture. And culture, yeah. Culture is a very big part of race. Hair is a very big part of, part of culture. And it ties around. So... They're suing now because it's in violation of the Crown Act that was passed the same week he was suspended. And that could have his haircut. Let him have his haircut, okay? Damn. They're all about being ex- exclusive. I can't allow a dude's haircut. Yeah. In- exclusive, inclusive, whatever the word is. Yeah. So. Very excited to see this uh, unravel because we've covered it three separate times. Yeah. And let's see, but we're going to talk about this Harvest student uh, newspaper complaint claims that word limits are racist. Now, obviously, I agree with this because this is such a very well thought out topic and it makes so much sense. Uh, obviously, I'm fucking joking. Yep. Here we go. Okay, there's actually, it's. Um, very small. It says two uh, members of the Harvard editorial board. I'm not going to say their names. Yeah, okay, press that check changes it, I think. Okay, there we go. Okay, it says claim the new admissions test is racist and discriminatory because the 200 word limit for the essays do not give the applicant, uh, uh, do not give applicant from non-traditional backgrounds enough space to explain themselves. Okay. So if you got a big story in a not traditional background, what have you experienced? Fifty wars? Yeah, I mean, really, I about every one of them. What else is there to put there? Listen, you know what I do love? Word limits. Why? And these people apparently they hate word limits, but you know what I love word limits because I don't have to put as much work in. Okay. Yes. I can I can write, and then I can optimize to that word limit. 
They're saying it's discriminatory because they want to write a fucking book. They want to write a freaking novel about themselves. In their admissions. They're, so they're saying it's... Biography. Yeah, so they're saying Just it's... write a book at that point. Racist. Let me tell you why it's not racist, and let me tell you why it's there in place. Fun fact, these schools get hundreds, uh, even thousands of admissions. Especially every, Harvard. Every year. Especially Harvard, very, very popular, uh, very, very popular and famous Ivy League school. And real people have to read through these. And if you're, and they've set this word limit, this 200 word limit, so that it is easier and they can get through these college applications actually in time. Right? That's why you have to submit your applications basically halfway into the year. Yeah. In, in, you know, your final grade of high school. Because it takes time to read through all these, right? And if it's, if, you know, you have this, this word limit, uh, if there's no word limit, it's going to be, you're going to be going forever, right? It's going to take forever. Now, I want to see what they say about what they think this should be. But they're saying it's just racist. And here's what I say totally, to that. Totally. Shut up. That's what I say to that. Shut up. You're stupid. Shut up. Shut up. <sighs> what does a B mean in LGBTQ? Who cares? We do. We're going to look at it. It's literally um, bi. It's bisexual, right? Didn't they add P to it? Like, it's like a LGBTQ. Uh, yes. Okay, so it literally means... I th I'm pretty sure everyone knows this. USA Today. Everyone knows that. You don't need to make a whole article. But I guess... Because of these protests, and I actually, my throat's starting to hurt. But I'm going to keep going because I'm just so strong and so I bet so you stop sucking off dudes. Dude. I can't, man, okay? That's obvious. So, uh, we got, we're going to look at, um, which one? Something interesting. Here we go. California school teaching that white people have no culture. Sparks fury. This is in California, of course. California, the home of the... Crazy. Yep. Um, the leftist libtards. Yep. So it says here, claims that a California school told students that white people... Had no culture. And this part, Isn't that crazy, dude? People from Europe. Yeah, so... France. Yeah, no culture. Okay. So... Listen, I don't have t so much to say about this. And it's obvious why it's wrong. It's teaching children misinformation. Yeah. the fuck texas that's weird what does it say 
Texas Church blesses drag queens during LGBTQ plus service. What's this? We're gonna play this video here. It says ad loading. Yeah, you can suck me off. Um, but they're uh. Held a ceremony to bless members of the drag charity, uh, drag and charity organization, Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, uh, with church leaders saying during the service, drag queens are often targets of hate and violence, but we know them as, shut up, please, shut up. I want to know, this is a Catholic church. I mean, I don't see anything wrong with welcoming gays into the church because, like, you're like spreading the gospel or whatever. Yeah, of course. I mean, you you're can, not condoning it. You're just. You can bring it, but there's this service and you're blessing it. It kind of goes against the religion. Yeah, so uh, every day when I'm on my way home from school, yeah. I always see this Catholic church and they have like a. We represent uh, all the gays and stuff. Yeah, and uh, obviously there's churches that, you know, uh, are accepting, right? Yeah, but they're like supporting it. Ah, okay. What the fuck? <laughs> nah, dude. That's so fucked. Uh, I'm just going to quickly read this because we're running out of time. Florida proposes child labor rollback to allow min minors to work night shifts. So, uh, basically, there's probably a law in place in Florida that, doesn't, that doesn't allow uh, minors to work night shifts because i wonder why of this law probably and there's good reasons for those things to be good reasons for those things to be in place but obviously i you know it's whatever right you know what i don't live in florida trey doesn't live in florida we don't live in florida and whatever happens in florida stays in florida or maybe i don't know I don't think so, dude. Maybe Florida has this contagion or something. Well, yeah, a lot of people go there for like vacation, correct? Yeah. I mean, it gets to make sense like Disneyland. Yeah, Orlando, beaches. Florida, Disneyland, beaches, very nice beaches. Uh, yeah, but whatever, right? You know, uh, that's the end of uh, this uh, fucking, uh, you know, uh, podcast. That's all the time yep. we have. If you're interested in listening to some more, we post sometimes, post four times a week. Once on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, usually at around 11.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yeah, And that's it. You can also get us on Alexa now. Just say Alexa, play the Whisper Podcast. And you know what Alexa will do? Play the Whisper Podcast. So that's good shit. Uh, yeah. Bye.